Coming up on NRL Teams, a fast shark stopped by Asada. Bronson Sherry has been provisionally suspended under the NRL's anti-doping policy. The Broncos could be without their X Factor for an extended period. Find out how long David Fafida faces on the sidelines. And former Rooster Latrell Mitchell prepares to take on his old club, but will he remain at fullback or be the centre of attention? Never have I had so much pleasure in saying hello and welcome to NRL teams. It's been a long wait. We should be preparing for round 12. Instead, we're preparing for round three. Thank you for sitting by, waiting patiently over the last couple of months. And gents, Brett Kamali, Robbie Farah, thank you uh, for joining me once again. I guess at one point, Noddy, we didn't know whether we'd be back in this position. No, that's right, Zach. I suppose we didn't know whether the competition was going to return, uh, at what stage it was going to return, and whether NRL teams was going <laughs> to bounce back for 2020, which we... We've got the ticks on lots of things. Bigger and better. Now we're back. Let's hope so, yeah. Definitely looking forward to watching some footy. It's been a long uh, couple of months without, without it on our TV screens. And um, I think everyone's looking forward to, to Thursday night, that's for sure. I think you made the uh, right decision to retire when you did as well because oh. <laughs> it would have been hard to get the old legs up again after a big break, eh? Oh, I don't know about that, but I think it's difficult, obviously, for all the players with what they've gone through over the last couple of months. And, and that's going to be the challenging thing to see how these players return to the field uh, this weekend. Um, you know, when you're not training, you know, you're training on your own at home, but you're not training at the same intensity as you are day in, day out um, with the boys on the footy field. Um, so I think the team that's, you know, and individually who's kept themselves in the best shape is going to be the team that you know, hits the ground running this week. All right. Unfortunately, uh, there is some uh, bad news, I guess, on the uh, Sharks front with uh, Bronson Sherry uh, today being provisionally suspended under the NRL's anti-doping policy. Bronson has been stood down from training and playing responsibilities while the process runs the course, which under the policy includes the opportunity to have his B sample analysed. The club has been in contact with Bronson and has offered him full welfare support as he deals with the situation. It's uh, not the news that we want as a game, uh, but as I said, he's been uh, provisionally suspended. Uh, Robbie, after letting Josh Morris go ahead of this uh, whole coronavirus pandemic, how big a blow is this to the Sharks? Oh, it's, it's massive. Um, you know, for the Sharks, for, for Bronson as a, as a kid with a bright future in the game, uh, he's only very young, I think 19 years of age. So uh, this is something that you know, he's going to have to deal with now. And um, the Sharks as a club, it's obviously a, a major setback for them on on the eve of the restart of the competition. And, and as you mentioned, they've already let Josh Morris go, a lot of experience there, and, um, and now they lose another strike centre. All right, we've got to push on, though. Of course, uh, it's been a while since we've all laid eyes on the NRL ladder after round two. Uh, the last uh, game of footy we watched was back on March 22. So here's the ladder as it stands after two rounds of footy. Of course, we've got 18 rounds to go. It all kicks off on a Thursday night. The Eels out in front, geez, wouldn't they love to stay there? The Titans, Warriors, Bulldogs, Dragons, Roosters, believe it or not, and no Sharkies are all uh, winless after looking at that ladder. Noddy, who's the uh, big winners after this uh, coronavirus pandemic break? Yeah, I think the North Queensland Cowboys. Obviously, Val Holmes has returned from his uh, NFL dream. He had probably a smaller off-season. I thought he was looked a bit scratchy the first few weeks. So that's allowed Val Holmes now another eight weeks of training, um, get his body in preparation for what the NRL needs to do, his skill set back in to catch pass. Uh, and I suppose the opportunity for Michael Morgan and quickly go get a shoulder clean up and and won't miss too many games whilst, whilst we're not playing football. So I think they've come out very positive at the moment. Any other big winners, Robbie? Yeah, I've gone with the Tigers, to be honest. I think um, 
you know, without being biased, I think you know, they obviously missed Brooksy in the first couple of rounds of the season. Um, they had Billy Walters there, who was a makeshift dummy half who'd never really played um, you know, NRL at, at, at the hook position as well. So now they've got uh, young Harry Grant, who's come over from the Storm. Brooksy's back. Uh, Moses Sembai's back uh, from injury as well. So he gives them a bit of experience and, and strike out, out wide in the centre. And uh, Adam Dewey's gone to fullback. So I think they've had time to work on those combinations in the spine there. And I think they'll be better off uh, for the break that they've had to work on those combinations. Yeah, we'll have all the uh, round three teams shortly. Uh, the big team under pressure in your eyes going into round three? Well, I think the Roosters, with the reduced rounds now, they're none from two. They've got no Latrell Mitchell and no Cooper Cronk. So there's a couple of big shoes to fill. Mm. I'm not going to write them off yet because they are the back-to-back premiers. They're one of the best offensive sides, super well coached, uh, highly talented. But this week's game is nearly a grand final. Like, you can't afford to go none from three, none from four, one from five and, and think you're going to be arrived and when, when round 20 returns. Yeah, the, the pressure will build if they, if they can't get a win this week. Yeah. It's the Bunnies and... I think they're under pressure as well. They, they always, they're a team and a club that has always got high expectation on them. Yeah. Uh, they're obviously back-to-back premiers. And I, I think, obviously, there's still that question mark over Cole Flanagan and the job he can do there as a halfback. And, he, you know, he's got massive shoes to fill. You know, he's gone to the, the Roosters having to replace a future of in Cooper Cronk. And he's got to live up to those expectations. So, you know, can he control that team and, and take them to where they need to go this year? I think that's a big question mark. All right, the big question mark uh, that I've been waiting to answer is whether these two gentlemen got their predictions right out of round two. Broncos to beat the Rabbitohs up at Suncorp. And then we're going to see Anthony Seabold do a dance in the change rooms after a game. Full time, Broncos 22, Rabbitohs 18. I was going to say Bailey out, never to return. (laughs) (laughs) You almost killed me off. The stitch-up has continued, eh? At least we're the same, you know, one together, all together. Oh, is that right, is it? Well, you actually Mm. had another prediction back in round two. Oh, wow. I I think we'll get round three. I think we'll see round three. I think you're going to continue with the happy. I stuck solid. Have you waited eight weeks? I did. Have you waited eight weeks to rub it into something? Can we just go back to my prediction? Yeah. I reckon that's yeah, and he wasn't fist pump. Dancing? Fist pumps. Yeah, the couple that of That seems dance. He's on the nightclub. Not, not the as dance good. floor there in the club. Not as, good. not as good as a super coach. Uh, Wayne Bennett, we'll have to wait and see whether either of those coaching uh, coaches are dancing this weekend. Of course, Anthony Seabold's Broncos kick off round three at home, Suncorp Stadium against the Eels on Thursday night. Brody Croft has benefited from the break to overcome a shoulder injury he picked up in round two. There's a few changes to Brisbane's forward stocks, though, and the fresh news from Anthony Seabold is that David Fafida could miss five to six weeks, which is a huge blow. He's out with a knee injury. Skipper Alex Glenn has overcome his hamstring issues and replaces Fafida in the back row, while Joe Offerhengawi returns from a club-imposed suspension. Matt Lodge is in jersey 21, but is expected to come onto the bench as he got through training okay today. Looking at the Eels, great news for them. Reid Marnie didn't end up missing any footy uh, after he injured his ankle against the Titans, so he's set to go for the season restart. Murata Niakora starts at lock in place of the suspended Nathan Brown, while Ray Stone is on the bench. Uh, Robbie, uh, they don't have Andrew, uh, David Fafita, they don't have Tavita Pangai Jr., but they get the likes of Alex Glenn, Joe Offahengawi and Matt Lodge back. Yeah. Are they in front or behind? Oh, look, I think they're handy replacements. Definitely a lot of experience here with Alex Glenn and, and Matthew Lodge, I think, 
especially last year, became a, a real leader of that pack. So, uh, yeah, he's a massive addition um, you know, to that to that side. You obviously can't replace a player like David Fafita. We, we saw the form that he was in before uh, the competition broke up. But, um, look, I think that they've still got the firepower there to, to cover uh, his loss until he returns. Not a... Uh, and- Thinny Seabold has floated the idea of rotating his players given yeah. there's no break in the middle of the season. Do you like that idea? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, 18 weeks straight, it's going to be pretty hard for the players to stay up. You know, we always talk about players managing load. Uh, they get short turnarounds, long turnarounds. Um, there's normally an origin period in the middle where some of the players can freshen up. So it's a different approach to them. They've had a very limited off-season. I know that they've been training on their yeah. own, but they haven't trained with the intensity. They haven't played trials to get ready for the competition. So he's got a stocks up there. Remember last year we said this is the best crop of kids I think the Broncos have ever had. So when you've got that much talent, yes, yeah. keep them fresher and rotate them all. Good luck. Good luck trying to what? Well, you, you go try and tell a player to, that he's going to be arrested that way. Like, you always want to play. Everyone wants to play. I think if you're going to rest a player, manage their loads maybe through the week at training, but good luck trying to go. Like, would you have no. rested? Exactly. So. It's modern sport now. Yeah. I'll be happy to sit out each week. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tackle any of the big guys. Yeah. I'll get dirty. Uh, the Eels, they're on top of the ladder. Plenty of hype around them as premiership favourites leading into the year. They're 2-0 at the top. Is there mm. more or less pressure on them now, given their start? Um, look, I, I wouldn't take much from that start, with all due respect to the, the sides they've played. They, they've played the Dogs, which was a pretty dour affair, and then uh, they played against a, a pretty poor Titan side as well. So, look, I, I, can't think, I don't think you can get... Yeah, much of a form guide out of those two wins. So, um, you know, going up there this weekend or this this Thursday night to play the Broncos is is going to be a step up in class. So, you know, I think we'll get a good judge of how the Eels are travelling. I think for all the sides, it's pretty much like starting from scratch again. All yeah. they're doing is keeping the points that they had for the first yeah. two rounds. But it's a whole new competition. They haven't played for a number of weeks. They haven't seen each other. They've only been around each other for sort of two or three weeks. Yeah. They don't know what they're going to bounce back like. No rhythm. The only good thing is they've got points in the bank. Mm. Yep. They will be happy. North Queensland will be happy to uh, be playing out of their home ground on Friday night against the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, That's from 6pm at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. They will be without their skipper Michael Morgan, though, for the next few weeks. Jake Clifford, he is a handy replacement at halfback, though. Jordan McLean captains the Cowboys from up front with Mitch Dunn starting in place of Gavin Cooper in the back row. He suffered a calf injury at training. Not good. When you're his age, Shane Wright is the fresh face on the bench. The Titans, well, Justin Holbrook has completely revamped his squad that went down in round two to the Eels. Three players in the Titans starting 13 remain from that match. AJ Brimson, he's still missing with back issues. So Tyrone Roberts is the new fullback. Dale Copley, Tyrone Peachy and Philip Sammy all played in that loss but have all changed positions. The big change comes in the halves. Ash Taylor moves to 5'8", and Jamal Fogarty wearing the number 7 jersey makes his, sorry, plays his third game uh, for the Titans. Uh, Milwaukee, Fodawaka and Nathan Peets earn promotion while Jared Wallace drops to the bench. Skipper Kevin Proctor is back from a hamstring issue as Keegan Hipgrave returns after being sidelined since June last year. Shannon Boyd, he's back the first time since July last year. Bryce Cartwright, Mitch Rain and Brian Kelly all miss out. Uh, Robbie, Michael Morgan, a big blow, but what does it mean for Val Holmes who was trying to click with him? He's also his brother-in-law and trying to get the feel back for rugby league. Yeah, it's obviously going to be difficult for, for Val. He's, he's come across after some time out of the game and trying to find his feet again, but I, I think Val just needs to play his natural game. Like he's got to let the halves do their job and he's just got to worry about uh, what, what he's got on his plate at fullback. Um, 
And I think if you know, he gets his running game back and, and just does his role, you'll see Val grow and grow each week. And um, obviously no Michael Morgan there to help him is going to be a bit more of a challenge for him. But I think uh, Val can definitely handle that. He's probably not the traditional running fullback anyway. Like he's not the ball playing fullback yeah. that we probably see a, a Billy Slater um, that, that can and has made everyone learn how to be a ball playing fullback. He's just yeah. a runner, Val. Yeah. If he can run for over 200 metres, support through the middle, dummy half scoots, he's catch those bombs. Yeah. Yeah. What about Ash Taylor? He moves from seven to six. Does that change his role or is it just a change in uh, the number on his jersey? No, it takes all the responsibility away from Ash Taylor. It's so funny. You've know, you, you got two halves. One's a six and one's a seven. But traditionally, the number seven has to call the shots, tell the players where to go, steer the team around. We know Ash Taylor does not like that responsibility. So put him to the sixth position, let him sit out of being the game controller and let him just feel like when he wants the ball, he gets the ball. But if he doesn't want to be a part of it, he can sit back. I think it's a, it's a good sign for Justin Hobble. And, and I think it'll allow him to run more. And I think Ash Taylor's playing his best footy when he's running and taking the line on. He's not worried about the next play or you know, setting up for the, you know, the, the set and controlling the team. He's just got to run. And I think putting him to 5'8 allows him to do that. But that puts so much pressure on young Jamal Fogarty, who is wearing the seven, has to take the reins. It's been uh, 356 days, or it will be on Friday, since they've had their last win. Round 13 last year. Amazing. I, I tipped them in round one. All right. <laughs> well, don't do them this week. Oh, well, well, I think the time off might be good for them. Yeah. Yeah, because they would have, you know, they would have, you know, got together after those first two rounds and, and just gone, look, where are we going wrong? And had a chance to reassess the start to the season, which was obviously quite poor. And they've had some time to work on it. So, look, let's hope that they've you know, got that right. Don't worry. Halfbacks don't win games anyway. They've got, like... Shannon Boyd backs, but he was a big signing yeah. for him, but hasn't played. Keegan Hipgrave, I think he's a great player. So if they're a lot tougher in the middle and a bit more physical and they can play that style, yeah. that, that takes the pressure away of whoever plays halfback for him. Yeah. yeah, I cannot wait for this match on Friday night. Uh, the Foundation rivals, the Roosters, face off against the Rabbitohs at Bankwest Stadium, not at the SCG, uh, unfortunately, but that's the way things are in the world we live in at the moment. Josh Morris gets his first start in the centres forcing his brother Brett back to the wing. Isaac Liu is in the front row with Siwa Torqueajo in jersey 18. Boyd Cordner returns from a long rest. He missed the first two matches. Satili Tupanua and Nat Butcher are fresh faces on the bench forcing Pawasa Farmasili out of the 17. Our thoughts are currently with Mitch Orbison who won't play on Friday night after the tragic passing of his father. Let's look at the Rabbitohs. Wayne Bennett has resisted the temptation to move Latrell Mitchell to the centres. The former rooster remains at fullback to face his old club. Campbell Graham is in the centres, while James Roberts is available and in jersey 20 after returning to training, training following a stint in a rehab facility. Alex Johnston is promoted to the wing, while Troy Dargan will make his long-awaited long NRL debut, replacing the suspended Cody Walker in the halves. Bailey Sirenen is the only other change on the Bunnies' bench. Robbie, yeah, right move to keep Latrell Mitchell at fullback. We'll find out on Friday night, I guess. Um, you know, that's the big question. And look, I just hope that he's fit enough to play the 80 minutes. We saw in the, the early rounds where he was getting you know, interchanged after you know, 55, 60 minutes. We spoke about combinations and you know, with Val Holmes and, uh, and your halves. Well, you, know, you can't be changing fullbacks during a game. I don't think that's the best way to work on your combinations. And Look, he's had some time to hopefully get himself fit. Uh, match fitness is a different, you know, different story, especially when it comes to, to fullback. There's a lot of you know, running load there at fullback. But look, I'd like to see him you know, make a good fist of it. I think he's been under a lot of pressure lately, Latrell. A lot of it 
uh, uncalled for some of it, you know, of his own of his own accord as well. So look, uh, he'd be he'd be keen to just get back and play some good footy, and, and I'm hoping, and I think every footy fan's hoping that we can see that. I think playing fullback gives him a better opportunity to get more ball this week because in the centre you can only get the ball when they sort of throw it to you, do hit ups. If there's a week where he wants to play good, it's probably against his former club, yeah. his former coach, and his former teammates. So he should be pumped for this Friday night. He should be motivated and he should be, yeah. you know, jumping out of the blocks and wanting to get And without Cody Walker there, who is the, the off-the-cuff instinct 5'8", he needs to get more ball or trail. He needs to take some more responsibility. And, yeah. and hopefully it's a big day out for him. Boyd Cordner, will he have a big day out? Robbie, uh, he was rested for the first couple of weeks. Said he, there were no injuries. He was yeah. just rested. It was all part of the plan. But... Do you think the long break, given his workload in previous years with Brett Footy, will help yeah. him? Oh, definitely. You know, um, yeah, Boyd probably hasn't had much of a pre-season in the last four or five years, to be honest. And when you when you think of Origin through the middle of the year and then touring at the end of the year with the Kangaroos, um, it was it was probably uh, and and he's got his injury issues. Everyone knows that. So look, I think they were probably playing it a bit safe with Boyd early on in the year. But you know, this break's definitely given him time to get himself right and get his body right, get himself fit again. And uh, yeah, he's a massive addition to that Rooster side and definitely someone they missed in those first two rounds. South Sydney will uh, blood Troy Dargan. A lot of hype around him. You've worked with him when he was uh, with the Eels. What can we expect to see out of him? Oh, he's a very talented player. He obviously played a, a number of seasons at, uh, at Parramatta and come through the systems. He was at the Broncos for a little while, which obviously Wayne Bennett took him to the Broncos and Wayne's brought him back to South Sydney now as that backup half. So a creative halfback, runs the ball, ball player, takes it to the line. So, um, you know, Adam Reynolds will have to control the game with his own kicking game. You know, it's a highly quality part of Adam Reynolds. It's got to build pressure. So Adam Reynolds probably has to think about running the ball as well. Sometimes he can be pedestrian-like and just stand there and catch and pass and kick. And I think without Cody Walker, you can't say to, to Troy Duggan, hey, mate, you be everything. I'm the captain, but I'll just sit back and, and, and let you take the reins. So I think it's important both seven and six run the ball, kick the ball, and be, be, be very busy this weekend. Unfortunately, we can't all head out to Bankwest Stadium, but of course you can uh, tune into this match uh, on Channel 9, Fox Sports, and Sky New Zealand, and our streaming partners, KO, and of course right here using the NRL app. And if you're overseas, you can watch it uh, using the Watch NRL Global Pass. Uh, Saturday Arvo footy kicks off with everybody's second favourite team at the moment. The Warriors up against the Dragons. That's at Central Coast Stadium. There are a few changes to the Warriors lineup. Patrick Herbert and Peter Hiku are back after returning to New Zealand early ahead of round two for family reasons. Gerard Beale is also part of a new look backline, as is Cody Nicarima ahead of Chanel Harris-Tavita, who's in Jersey 18. Jermaine Tanoa brown starts up front with Isaiah Papali'i in the back row. Carl Lawden and Ignatius Parsi are on the bench, while Raiders recruit Jack Murchie is in Jersey 22. The Warriors were hit hard in the break with injuries to Lisa Narmau, Jazz Tavanga and Adam Kieran. Hopefully they're not all too far away. The Dragons, meanwhile, look a fair bit different compared to they did back in round two. Zach Lomax replaces Tim Laffey in the centres with Mika Ravalawa coming onto the wing. Corbin Sims and skipper Cam McInnes are a double boost for the Dragons as they had extra time to overcome their injuries. James Graham moves to lock and Blake Lowry drops to the bench where he is alongside Ewan Aiken. Trent Merrin and Jacob Host appear to be the unlucky duo who will miss out. Noddy, they've said it openly and it has been an emo emotional roller coaster. They'll be up for this, but how long will they run on that emotional high fall? Yeah, and we certainly say thank you to the Warriors for, for the sacrifices they've made. They're living away from their partners. They've gone first to Tamworth, then they've relocated to the Central Coast. 
Uh, I thought they were quite poor the first two weeks of the competition, so they should have a little bit of motivation to prove everyone wrong. Uh, they've got backed against the wall mentality because they've got a few injuries as well. So no one's given them any hope. No one will think that the Warriors are going to play good for a period of time. So this is where you can really unite as a club and stay strong and force some victories, play really tough, play brave, and, and, and find a way to win. Because if they're losing continuously, boy, do you, won't they want to feel like going home mm. as quick as they can. Yeah, Robbie, given the injuries they have had, the Warriors have been granted permission uh, to loan players from rival clubs. If you're Stephen Kearney and you're looking into your crystal ball, who do you want in your setup next week? Obviously, they can't have <laughs> Cam Smith, Jason Tamalolo, yeah, yeah. but is there a player that you could think... Well, Paul Gallen put his hand up. He did. Yeah, um, yeah look, I don't know. You'll you have a look at... No, I'm, I'm sweet, mate. I'm good. <laughs> I love NRL teams. Um, yeah, look, you, you look at every uh, squad and there's some good players there that are missing out on top 17 at the moment. Dragons have got Trent Merrin missing out. No Isaac Luke this week. Uh, the Tigers, you know, Eisenhuth and Cheekam you know, aren't in. Uh, Zane Musgrove's not in the, the 17 this week as well, as we'll find out. But you know, there's, there's quality players right around the NRL that aren't getting it's, uh, a game. And I think it's a great idea. I, I love the loan sort of agreement. Uh, and I think it's something that can be in our game moving forward as well. Um, you know, you've got players in your, in, at your club that aren't getting a regular game. So if they can go off and, and get regular first grade football somewhere else, it's going to improve them as a player. And, and when they come back to you, uh, they're going to be better players for it. They, they can't have Jason Tamalolo or Jesse Bromwich or something like of that leadership <laughs> qualities to... They could, but they I doubt can't. Paul Green and Craig Bellamy well, are going to let them go. You know, yeah. In the best interest of the game, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've learned the clubs are worried about themselves more okay. than anything uh, in this time. Uh, the Dragons are out too, Robbie, but they haven't had the worst start to the year. But what does Cam McInnes do to that footy side? Well, he's a leader and obviously the captain this year as well. So uh, he's a massive boost for them. I thought in a... In a side that was quite poor last year, he was the one shining light. You know, week in, week out, uh, you know what you're going to get. He's consistent, he's tough. He gives you everything he's got for 80 minutes. And um, with that C next to his name this season, um, let's hope he can lead from the front and, and everyone can get behind him. All right. Uh, there are rivals, the Sharkies face off against your former side, Robbie, the West Tigers on Saturday afternoon at Bankwest Stadium, 5.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Just recapping the big news today that Bronson Sherry has been provisionally suspended under the NRL's anti-doping policy. The good news for the Sharks, though, is that Josh Dugan makes his return from a knee injury, while Matt Moylan has been named in Jersey 19 after a long battle with hamstring issues. Chad Townsend has overcome a broken thumb he suffered during the break at training, while Britton Nakora is a big in in the back row. That sees Scott Sorensen drop to the bench and Billy Magulius falls out of the 17. Michael Maguire, meanwhile, has made mass changes to his squad. Adam Dewey replaces Corey Thompson at fullback. Co-captain Moses Mbaye returns in the centres while Luke Brooks is back at halfback. On lone hooker, Harry Grant is in the hooking role, jersey number nine. He'll make his West Tigers debut, forcing Billy Walters to the bench. Thomas McKayley starts up front. Alex Tawal is at lock with Oliver Clark and debutant Alex Saforth, the new faces on the bench. There's no room, though, for Josh Reynolds or Michael Cheekham in Maguire's 17. Uh, the backline reshuffle that Morris has had to make, how much pressure falls on the likes of Josh Dugan and Matt Moylan, given their experience? Well, there's, there's a lot of pressure on them anyway because they're you know, very experienced players, highly paid players, and both players over the last two seasons have had mixed seasons because 
Moreland played a lot of the first year. Uh, Dugan played a lot of the second year. And they just haven't had the ability to put both of the players on the park at the same time. Josh Morris, who I think is one of the best defensive centres in the competition, has gone to the Roosters. So it's really important their senior players stand up now. You know, Chad Townsend and also Sean Johnson are senior players. Chad Townsend won the player of the year there last year. So he's back because he doesn't miss a game because of the broken thumb. But... You can't ask a Katoa, a Kennedy, a, a Maltoa to say, hey, boys, you guys have got to come in and be the stars because they're the, they're the, the rookies. The senior players have got to take all the responsibility and leadership here. Speaking of a young head, Harry Grant, have you had uh, your eyes out of Concord? Uh, well, I've had my ears. I, I, can't, I can't go down to training, unfortunately, because <laughs> of all the biosecurity laws. But, but look, yeah, everything coming out of Concord is, is about how good he's going. Uh, he's definitely um, he's a fit kid. Uh, he's really fit, and he's got that natural... Uh, hooking ability, you know, the, the craft around the dummy half area. So, look, I think he's going to be a massive addition uh, to the side. As I said, he, you know, him and Brooksy back into the side and then Dewey at fullback, who I think um, adds another dimension with his ball playing ability um, and something different to Corey Thompson. I'm very surprised Corey Thompson's been left out of the 17, to be honest. You know, I'd have 17 Corey Thompsons in my side week in, week out if I could. So, um, that's, that's a very interesting one. But, look, I think um, with Grant there, uh, Dewey at fullback and Brooksy back in the halves. Well, they've I got think. a spine now, haven't they? They've got the four key positions. Yep, yep. So they, you know, how well they gel, I think it's it's going to decide you know how well the Tigers go this year. But and and their bench is an interesting one actually. There's only one front row on the bench. So has Madge tinkered with his bench with the new rules? You know, the no wrestle and the the six again rule. So they've they've gone light on in, on the bench, a bit bit more mobility maybe. So it might be a sign of things to come at the Tigers. Great insight from uh, Coach Farrah. I haven't spoken right. to anyone. That was <laughs> no, well, I just made that up. <laughs> well played. Uh, cannot wait for this uh, match. A blockbuster on Saturday night down at Amy Park. The Storm against the Raiders. Let's look at the home side. Nelson Asifa Solomona is promoted to start after being on the bench in round two. There is a double boost on the bench though. Brandon Smith. Uh, he returns from a face, face fracture he suffered in the All-Stars match, while Christian Welsh is back from an ACL injury he suffered in round 20 last year. The Raiders, well, they are the most settled side of any after the break this season. Ricky Stewart has named the exact same 17 that got the job done for their 0-2 start. Returning recruit Jordan Rappiner appears to have missed the cut, though. He's in Jersey 18, while John Bateman's shoulder is still giving the Englishman some grief. He's nowhere in the 21. Noddy. Believe it or not, the Storm lost two home games to the Raiders last year, one being a pretty fiery final down there. Will Cam Smith be bottling all that up to remind his troops on Saturday night just what went down last year? Oh, definitely, yeah. I think any any sign of motivation you can use to, to lift the players and get them up. Obviously, Papali was great at the end of the last season for the Canberra Raiders. And I, I, you, you talk about Nelson and Sofa Solomona come in. Jesse Bromwich, the two front rowers who were strong front rowers for their club, they wouldn't let anyone come and beat them in the middle. So that's where this game's going to be won and lost. The Raiders get... Uh, sorry, the, the Storm get some huge ins with three big players, on the, like two on the bench, one in the starting team, they'll come out and send a message. The Melbourne Storm won't like the fact that everyone's talking up that Canberra are going to be the side they think will win the competition. There's no Bateman, there's no Rapana at the moment. They've got them off, off the back of a spell and they'll, they'll, they'll add that. There'll be some signage probably on the wall, a little bit of chat about it. They're pretty proud, Melbourne. They don't like getting beat up. What about Cam Smith? Do you think this break will serve him very well? And potentially put off a swan song. Um, possibly, yeah, yeah, it could. You know, w- with all players, I guess that are 
yeah, in that, that similar boat. Benji's another one where, mm. you know, you think maybe, you know, with the shortened season that they could go again. But there's still 18 rounds to play and there's no buys and it's still a, it's going to be a, a pretty hectic uh, schedule for those boys. So I think it's, it's a bit early to say, but... Um, and he's still playing good enough if he wanted to. I, I think you know, physically probably he could handle it. I think when you get to that age, I know with me, it became a mental thing and whether mentally you still had the capacity to, to put in day in, day out and week in, week out. So um, the other thing is too, if they do retire, do they have to retire in front of an empty stadium? You know, and, and is that the way that these guys who the best, you know, some of the best in our game, if not the best in our game over the last decade or two, is that the way they should go out? Yeah, so, fair yeah. point. Uh, what about origin return for Cam Smith at the end of the year, given it won't now break up Melbourne's season? Do you no. like it? No chance. I, I, I can see why you think it could happen. Obviously, then he plays for the Melbourne Storm and then goes off and finishes his... But that it all depends whether he makes a decision to retire, because why would he want to go and play for Queensland if, once he's retired for the Melbourne Storm? I know you like to put this theory out there that could happen, but... I think he's done a wonderful job leading the, the great success that Queensland had, and now it's time for someone else to take over. Well, they want to avoid a 3-0 well, series defeats in a row. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, plenty you of You want to be a part of that, though. Mm. Another loss. It's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not biased here. Um, plenty <laughs> of talk about John Bateman's um, future. He's, he's signed with the Raiders, but he's been told yeah. he can explore Managers, his options eh? else. Yeah, that's the fun game we live in at the moment. Mm. But... He's not playing this week, but surely that'll start to take an effect on the team if it's not sorted out soon, given how crucial he is to that side. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's been a bit messy of late in the last week or so, and, you know, Jono's saying one thing, he's saying he didn't say it, and then he's got a new manager who's come in that I'm sure he wants his commission, and he's trying to get him to sign a new deal, and that's kind of how it works. It's not the first time it's happened with, with that manager, but it um, seems to be a bit of a common theme. But, look, I guess... Um, yeah, for his sake, and, and I know Sticky down there, he wouldn't want any distractions. As you mentioned, the, the Raiders are the most stable side on the field. Yeah, with the 17 they've named after the break. Uh, so the last thing they want is an off-field issue starting to derail their system with one of their key players. So, yeah, whatever they're going to do, I think they need to sort it out ASAP and, and just get on with it. Uh, the, the interesting reports out of Canberra is they're happy for him to go and shop himself around because they don't believe he's worth the money that the manager is asking for. So they're, they're not playing ranch yeah. into it. They're like, oh, well, go and have a look. Well, we think you're worth this much. If you want to be a part of our club, that's what you take. Right good on him. First things first, we want to see John Bateman out for the green machine when he overcomes his shoulder injury. But we've got to press on here. The next match, the Panthers against the Knights. Sunday Arvo footy at 4.05pm. Caleb Aikens remains at fullback in place of Dylan Edwards. Matt Burton gets a crack in the halves alongside Jerome Luai after Nathan Cleary accepted a two-match suspension for his social distancing breach. Former Shark Kurt Capewell's first start to the Panthers forces James Fisher-Harris back up front while Isaiah Yo moves to lock and Zane Tedovano drops to the bench. Let's look at the Knights. There's plenty of hype around him in the preseason, and Tex Hoy will finally get his shot in the top grade thanks to Kalen Ponga's one-match ban for a shoulder charge. Connor Watson has been picked to replace Jaden Braley at hooker ahead of former Bronco Andrew McCulloch. Sione Matautia replaces Mitch Barnett in the back row, while Lakes United junior Chris Randall will make his NRL debut from the bench. There's been a heap of talk about Bradman Best, but he's still in Jersey 18. Noddy, 
Lakes United Junior yourself, is that right? Correct. How good is it? How good. The Chris Randall. The blue and gold. Do you know much about Chris? No, I don't. I obviously watch him come through the, the lower grades. Obviously, Rick Stone was a former coach uh, of the Newcastle Knights, was a, uh, also a player that come through the Lakes United system. So, um, always been a strong support of the local comp and the local comp has fed the Knights extremely well. So, yeah, congratulations for making your debut. Not going to have a crowd there, which is probably a little bit disappointing, yeah. uh, but you'll certainly celebrate it. And, you know, as you said, Tex Hoy, cool name. Um, yeah. He's been called upon to play in the halves, uh, you know, without before Kurt Mann got selected, but gets a chance to sell himself, and I, I think he'll be exciting. Yeah, the son of uh, one of Australia's greatest surfers, uh, Matt Hoy, had some fun with them in the preseason yeah. up in Newcastle. Yeah. Ivan Cleary has picked uh, Matt Burton, no surprise yeah. in the halves, but is this a genuine shootout for the sixth spot when Nathan Cleary returns? Because Matt Burton... He's got a cool head on his shoulders. Yeah, and made his, he made his debut last year and was great. Um, had a big upset victory against the Sharks. Left foot kicking game. Uh, obviously, you know, Jerome Luai is also a runner. So it, it, it is the audition, I think, Zach, as you said, because you, it, Nathan Cleary will come back. He'll run the team. He'll play the open half. He's got a right foot kicking game. He does have to sit out for two weeks. So it's going to be, a, I think, a, a tough two weeks for Penrith. But a big signing, and, and, and Robbie, you know how important, you know, when if a half goes down, the dummy half can steer the team. So Coruscant was a huge signing from at the start of the year, but probably yeah. even really super important for the next two weeks without Cleary. Yeah, and I think we mentioned that uh, previously uh, in those first yeah. two rounds, yeah. how well he was going and how he will take the pressure off uh, Cleary in the halves. And uh, he was enormous for him in those first two rounds. And as you mentioned now, with, with Cleary being out... I'd like to see him step up and take a bit more responsibility of, of controlling that team, especially around the ruck. He's not there this week, but Andrew McCulloch's signature for the Knights, how important will that be for someone like Mitchell Pearce? Because they're still trying to find their way in the spine. They've got the mix with Caelan yeah. and Mitchell, but that nine jersey with Jaden Braley out now, surely Andrew McCulloch will add plenty of, I guess, experience in that ruck. Yeah, look, I think they just need a bit of stability in that, in that position over the... How they had Levi there last year and then they had Connor Watson and they've chopped and changed, so... Uh, Connor Watson's there this week, but I think with uh, McCulloch, uh, he's obviously got a lot of experience. He's, he's definitely, I don't think he's the player he used to be. He's lost a lot of speed that he used to have, but um, I think with Mitchell there, uh, McCulloch will just provide some good service and um, you know, that's what Mitchell's after. And um, I think hopefully he can get into that side and uh, they can get a bit of stability in that number nine position. All right, still one game to go in round three. The Manly Seagulls against the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Central Coast Stadium. There are only a few minor changes for Manly. Corey Waddell and Taniella Paseca are the fresh faces on the bench with Morgan Boyle dropping out of the 17 and Hamoli Olakalatu not named in Des Hasler's 21. Big news for the Dogs. No Kieran Foran anywhere in their 21 as he continues to rehab his shoulder injury. There is a change in the halves though. Jack Cogger is in for Brandon Wakeham, who's in jersey 22. Suaso Su is a prop as Aidan Tolman battles a hip issue, but he is pushing to return. Dean Britt is in the back row, replacing the injured Joe Stimson, while Offa Ogden is on the bench. Uh, Noddy, I don't know what it is, but as Des Hasler been sitting there at Manly, the nutty professor, as they call him, no offence, not my phrase, yep. but others, just cooking up some concoctions there, ready to, to pounce in round three. Oh, I think so, yeah. Des is a career coach. He's very clever. He's had great success. He, he knows what it takes to win premierships. And um, he's obviously... You now, they were unlucky at the start of the season. They defensively were great, but when I would have had an upset, or they didn't beat the Melbourne Storm... Uh, 
Beat the Roosters. Beat the Roosters in, in a close, really close battle. So I think it showed you that the Manly side was going to be there or thereabouts again this year. Um, Danny Levi needs to be really good for him. That, you know, that's the key. That they lost two quality dummy halves last year. Uh, they haven't replaced it yet. Travojevic brothers, or Tom Travojevic, played limited football for the first half of last year and then it blew him away the second half. So big pack of forwards what Des has picked. They're super fit. They're well coached. Uh, and, and again, he's going against his former club. What about the Bulldogs? Uh, no Kieran Forum we're hearing. Or the, the latest is that he wants to play, but the specialists are trying to hold him back. They want him to get through more contact before they let him loose. Uh, but he is pushing as hard as he can. There is a change, though. Jack Cogger yeah. comes in for Brandon Wakeham, who played yeah. only two games. I mean, Dean Pay surely can't keep swapping his heart. Yeah, well, that's a surprise. You know, Wakeham got uh, the first crack of that jersey in the first two rounds, and now all of a sudden we see him demoted and, and Jack Cogger back into the side. So uh, that's an interesting one. Um, not too sure what's going on there, but I think they need Kieran Foran back ASAP you know, for them to make something of this season. All right. Uh, make sure you tune into all those matches, as I mentioned earlier, via our broadcast partners, Channel 9, Fox Sports, uh, the live stream uh, partner, KO, and, of course, right here on the NRL app. You can also see action on Sky New Zealand. Uh, and also overseas, no doubt we've got plenty of viewers at the moment overseas outside of Australia and New Zealand. You can watch uh, all rugby league and NRL action on Watch NRL using the Global Pass. All right, uh, before I let you guys go, uh, it's prediction time for round three. I'll start with you, Ooh. Noddy. Yeah. <laughs> Is, I want to try and avoid a stitch-up next week when we get to week four. So uh, I think one ref and six to go will be a huge success to the game. Ooh. I like it a lot. Can you better that, Robbie? Um, I can't really, no. I'm just, can I tip the Titans again? I just want to see the Titans win. I feel sorry for the Titans. 356 days. Titans to beat the Cowboys. You're putting the curse They can't on. go one year without winning a game, surely. Well, Come on the Titans. <laughs> Come on the Titans. Well, I'm given, them given these are uncertain times, Noddy, I'm actually going to make a bold prediction of my own. Now, you said last time we were here that I wasn't here, that I would not return. Yeah. Well, I don't think you'll be here next week Ooh. because you'll be on a flight to Hollywood. Ooh. Oh. Hey Noddy, guess what? What? We're back, baby. <laughs> what's back? <laughs> you know what's back. NRL teams? Ah, you said it. Yes, can't wait. That is awesome. Mate, I'll see you on Tuesday. I'll see you then. Thank you, firstly, for being a great sport and part of the promo, but you had to lock your phone. I realised. I was like, I'll, I'll open my phone so it looks like we're actually talking, and then when, last night when you sent it to me, like, I went, oh, like, it's actually not on. <laughs> So do you think you're any chance of making it in Hollywood? Yeah, it's acting. Brilliant acting. Lucky didn't Don't show Don't sell yourself short. I'm no chance. Lucky <laughs> didn't show mine. Robbie was terrible. very happy with his performance. Yeah. But, uh, you guys were great sports, uh, as were the guys on Inside the NRL yesterday. They'll be back uh, next Monday. Katie Brown, Michael Chamis and Jamie Sowell from 5pm. Uh, make sure you get or check out this week's episode with Adam Reynolds and Wayne Pearce on NRL TV. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, hopefully. We said that last time we are here uh, for round four. Sorry to throw you under a couple of buses, but you did it last time when I wasn't here. At least I do it to you, not behind your back. Ooh. Oh, Robbie, oh. thank you for joining me. Just grab that. No, no, it's through the chest. Oh, 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 okay. Come on, guys, we're, we're a team. Oh, no, yeah, I know. Uh, everybody yeah. love everybody. We're all yeah. one big rugby league yeah. family. Yeah, thank, okay. you, thank you for tuning in at home. We'll yeah. see you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. We're fine. <laughs>